0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM
1: 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's time now to take a look at some of the top headlines investors will be paying attention to today.
2: Yes, indeed. And among them, of course, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell speaks again and sends some jitters through the markets. Tell us more, Ryan.
0: That's right, guys. So, Fed Chair Jerome Powell is actually just one of at least 12 Fed speakers will be watching out for this week. So a lot of Fed speak to move markets. So let's dive into what Fed John Powell um, said. So he gave the prospect of possibly a more aggressive tone when it comes to rate hikes this year. So he flagged a uh, pretty much sounded alarm around inflationary pressures remaining high and not going away anytime soon. So the Fed may need to raise rates more quickly if needed, and they'll be ready to take all necessary steps to rein in fashion, even if it means hiking more than the usual 25 basis points. So for quite some time, people were just penciling in you know, 25 basis points every meeting, but now there is that prospect that it might be double that. 50 basis points at maybe some meetings. So that's something that I think investors will be uh, trying to digest as the day unfolds, how much more aggressive the Fed will be and what it means for borrowing costs. And the Fed chair also talked about some of the factors to look out for in the coming months. And this, of course, includes Ukraine. That's been aggravating inflationary pressures by boosting prices on food, energy, and other commodity commodities. And this is apparently going to be a bigger issue than any other thing that will be affecting the um, economy or at least the outlook. So he is saying inflation will be pretty much a bigger risk, much more so than people not consuming stuff. So that's pretty much a summary of what he said. So that's the outlook for what the Fed chair is looking at when it comes to the economy. And he will be waiting for more data around inflation. And this is... um, seeing the Fed no longer assuming that they will see supply chain issues alleviated anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, Jay Powell
1: has been talking about inflation for the longest time. It's just that this Russia-Ukraine situation is making it a whole lot worse. So let's not even talk about supply chain issues. Hey, you know, uh, with regard to China, this is a big story in the morning. Did you know that the last time that there was a fatal air crash in China was in 2010?
0: Wow, that's a long time ago. It's more so than a decade ago. They've got pretty good record for yep. quite some years. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, not so yesterday. Yeah. So this is really making the headlines because, like you pointed out, it's been quite a long time, and it involves Boeing. A 737. And you might be scratching your head. Hey, it sounds familiar. Mm. Because we've seen some headlines around the 737 MAX. Um, this is the 737-800. Mm. the predecessor to the MAX. Um, so this plane by China Eastern um, crashed. With 132 people on board, so no survivors found yet. So we still can't confirm the number of fatalities. According to state media, there are some, but no exact details yet. The plane was about six years old. So the 737 MAX in China still waiting regulatory approval. So you can imagine how this might be an additional hurdle for them to get the green light. And if you look at the impact on Boeing so far, shares are down 3.6%. And the engines, the CFM engines that they they use, uh, that's a joint venture between General Electric and France's Safran. So GE shares were down 1%. And France listed Safran was down 3%. And Boeing suppliers, not spared as well. We're looking at part suppliers like Spirit Arrow, Systems Holdings, Hexel, and Triumph, all down between 1% and 4%.
2: Wow, far-reaching impact indeed. And that certainly will be watched in the coming days and weeks. What is today's number of the day, Ryan?
0: Okay, today's number of the day is a big one. 771 million.
1: Oh, that's my followers on Instagram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Oh, no. So this is... um 771 million people in the world who lack access to safe water. Mm. And this is because it's World Water Day today. All right. And I think it's worth um, just reflecting on how many people in the world do not have access to safe water, and many of them. have to spend a lot of time traveling out of their homes to the nearest well, and can take hours. And can imagine what it means for them their daily lives. You know, it's time taken away from them with their families doing work, you not know, being productive. And this is an issue that a lot of people in many emerging countries are still grappling with. And we are talking about at least seven hundred and seventy-one million people. And world water day is all about, you know. Just raising awareness of the issue and trying to see what you can do to help make things better. And this is what the UN is trying to do with this year.
1: Yeah, it's one of the things you tend to take for granted, especially when you travel to less developed countries for a holiday and you want to drink water out of the tap and you realize, wait a minute, mm. it might not be the best idea.
2: I'm just glad we don't have water rationing anymore in Singapore. I remember yes. those
1: days. Yeah, with the pail, you got to go down.
2: Mm. My parents used to talk about it a lot. Yeah. I don't remember ever going through that exercise. Through that? I don't remember it. I ran through
1: it once uh, as a Might kid.
2: Have. Was it a drill? A drill? One I think of those it was a drill. Things. Yeah, it yeah. was a drill. Yeah. Yeah, no, maybe in my parents' time, right? it was a real, you needed to ration water. Yeah, yeah of, course, of <laughs> That course. sort of thing. It's yeah. a good
0: idea to maybe have it once every year. Like how you have the... Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Alarms that come on every year, just to have a bit of a reminder. No, don't take things for granted. You remember this giant, like it looks like a flower pot. Mm-hmm. And that's where you put your rationed water inside.
1: My mm. grandmother used to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you as a as a child I remember it because I thought it was a giant flower pot, then you get baby with water <laughs> inside. With your, your plastic scoop. With a plastic <laughs> scoop, exactly.
2: See, then you make it fun for children as well. Yeah. And it becomes a teaching moment, right? Yeah. I mean it's a very complex issue. It's a question of distribution. It's also a question of how in some countries water isn't priced the way it should be. It should be a lot more expensive so that we don't waste it. They
1: don't actually they don't say don't waste water as much as they used to when we were younger.
2: Mm, I think we got the messages more potently while we were in school. Schools make an effort to do this. As adults, you know, now we're online most of the time. We maybe are not watching enough local television to get those campaign messages.
1: We probably don't even drink (laughs) enough water to begin with. (laughs) To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.